Hey, hey, hey. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. So I am doing my weekly video with you. So it's been a long day and this girl is tired if you cannot see it in the video. Um, and if you are listening to the podcast with this, this girl's tired. So just wanted to share that with you. So I hope you all are having a really amazing week. And um, we are actually starting a new topic this week. I've been doing tips on my Facebook wall. If you are not following me on Facebook, you should be, right? So we are doing, or I am doing tips on the scale. But the scale is not the end-all be-all. It is not the telltale sign of full success or failure. So I would love you to follow me if you are not at Angie Rose Health Coaching on Facebook and get a daily health tip. And what I am doing at this point is I'm taking the week's tips and I am breaking them down a little more in detail. So this will probably be a little shorter podcast and a little shorter video than what you're probably used to. But I got to have stuff to talk about every week. So I can't just give it all away all at once. So I started on Monday with a tip just talking about there is a piece of equipment in our house that actually can bring us happiness or it can bring us sadness. It can tell us we're doing amazing or it can tell us we suck. <laughs> it can tell us, hey, you deserve to cheat because you've done so good. Or it can even tell us you might as well cheat because you didn't do so good. And of course, that is the scale. So I don't know about you guys, but I have had in my past a love-hate relationship with the scale. And I have went through seasons in my weight loss where absolutely hated the scale. And then there were other times where I was absolutely addicted to the scale. So just to tell you a little bit about me and my journey with that is that, you know, if you guys don't know this, you know, I, I gained, you know, 85 pounds back in my 20s. Um, got sober, started eating, gained a lot of weight. Uh, I joke about it, but it was a very, very hard time in my life that, cause I've always struggled with my weight. I've always struggled with the number. Um, and for me, I have more muscle or I just carry my weight differently than most. So I actually weigh a little bit more than a lot of people. And, you know, I've always grown up, we hear about BMI and we hear about, you know, if you're the way this much, you're obese and those kinds of things. And so I always was a little bit heavier. I was never the skinny kid. Um, I was never the kid that liked gym class. And I definitely was never the kid that wanted to be weighed and having to do body fat percentages in gym. You guys remember that? I don't know if you guys remember the little calipers. They had to pinch the fat. But I remember having to weigh and do some of those things and there was such shame that came on me based on that number. And then in my 20s to gain all that weight and see myself shoot up to 225 pounds at five foot two, I was obese and I did feel totally unhappy. I have to be really honest with you. And so, because I felt miserable, my body hurt, it ached, it was tough, it was hard, I sweat all the time. You know, all the good things or bad things, I should say, that go with that, it's pretty friggin' tough, right? So, when I started losing weight, there is this empowerment that happens when you see the scale begin to go down. 
But the problem with that is, is we can get very obsessive with the scale and we can get really caught up in um, just knowing like that number isn't moving and it dictates my happiness or it dictates my sadness. It dictates my choices, good or bad. And for many of us, because it is a number, we have ingrained that in us that if it is high, we are a failure. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know what? That number does not dictate whether I'm a failure or I'm a success. It is one number. So that is what I wanted to talk about this week and really get focused on. Now, I want you to know, like, I mean, obviously I am a health coach. So I weigh you guys in that are my current clients and you're coming in. But if you've been with me long enough, you know that I have said to you that scale is so dependent upon so many things um, that it can shift from I, the, the number I am in the morning to where I am at night. So a lot of times when I'm weighing people in, tell them I want them to come at the same time every single week because the reality of it is, is that if I'm weighing you in the morning one day and the next week it's at five o'clock, that number is going to be very, very different, right? So I am not telling you don't weigh in. What I'm telling you is I want you to start evaluating your relationship with the scale. How is your day, your week, your whatever, your choices um, chosen by the number on the scale? Does it affect you? Is it affecting the choices that you're making? Um, for a lot of people, they will come in and they will say to me, well, I had a really great week. I weighed in. I've lost this much weight. Now I'm going to go and have fill in the blank. I'm going to go splurge and cheat and I'm going to eat. And I'm like, so you're rewarding yourself with the very thing that you just worked so hard to get, get out of your body, which was the extra calories. It isn't that I don't think you should splurge. It's that really what the problem is, is the diet mentality that is going on in our mind that is affecting, affecting the choices that I'm making. Well, I did good, so I deserve to have. The scale went down, so I deserve to have. Or, wow, I really screwed that up, so why not go and splurge and do something that is doesn't really matter anyway? Marty screwed up, right? So I want you to realize this. This is one of the things that I've talked with a lot of people about over and over and over again. And even for myself, I had to walk through this process with the scale. Now, let me kind of back up just a little bit. When I started losing my weight, it got to a point, honestly, that I would weigh myself four or five times a day, sometimes more. I would weigh myself when I got up in the morning. I would weigh myself after I worked out. I would weigh myself after I went to the bathroom. I would weigh myself in the evening. I would weigh myself before I went to bed. And it got very, very obsessive for me. And it was controlling my life. And it was really sabotaging my journey. So I had to realize that God just put some people in my life in a, at a right timing that really brought this to my attention. I did a short program through our church at the time. It was a weight loss program because I was trying to get my last 20 pounds off. And I'm like, I got to learn something. And I remember they said to me, this gal said to me, 
You can only weigh in one time a week when you come in and you see me or see us at this group. And I literally got up and left the room and I cried. And she came out in the hallway and she asked me, she said to me, she said, if you are crying over the fact that you cannot step on the scale, that should tell you how obsessed you are with the number and with that little piece of equipment. And I remember thinking to myself, this is not healthy. This is not healthy. And I left that night and I, I did join the program at that time. But I remember going home and telling my husband, literally, you have got to hide the scale. Because, and he laughed at me. He actually thought it was funny. Like, yeah, right. Okay. And I'm like, no, I'm very, very serious. You have to hide the scale because I cannot control how often I'm weighing and that number and what that does to me. And so I was obsessed with it. It was an obsessive compulsive issue for me, a habit. And so I literally had him hide it. He And I would say to him, every Thursday morning, I would have that group on Thursday night. I made a deal with myself. I was going to weigh myself on Thursday mornings because Thursday in the morning, I'm going to be the lightest. By the time I go to that meeting at seven o'clock at night, I'm going to be my heaviest. I don't want to see that number. And so every Thursday, my husband would pull the scale out from wherever he was hiding it. He would lay it in the bathroom for me. I would weigh in. And when I came home from that meeting that night, that scale was hidden again. And he had to do that for a long time. But I had to break my obsession to that number dictating to me whether I was a success or whether I was a failure. Now, today I weigh people every single day. I'm around a scale every single day. And I'm going to be honest, I really probably only weigh myself once a week. My scale is still hidden. I don't really weigh on the one here at work. I weigh up the one I have at home in the morning. But, excuse me, but I want you to think, hi, Chris. Hi, Christina. I know I'm not acknowledging you guys. I apologize. Um, I think uh, Jan is on and so maybe is Virginia. I can't, I'd have to look and go back up here. Oh, and it just threw me off there. So hopefully that didn't mess up the video. I apologize. So guys, thank you for joining and jumping on tonight. I appreciate you. So um, just kind of talking about, you know, the reality of it is, is that I did break that habit to the scale. But I began to realize all the thought processes that were going on in my mind and how it was affecting my choices, how it was affecting my mood and my attitude, how it was affecting how I lived my life. It then affected my workouts and how long I would work out and how much harder I needed to go and how much more I needed to do. And if I would just cut more food out and I would do all these things, it became all about the number. And what I have decided in my walk with working with you guys and talking with you guys is that it cannot all be about the scale. It just absolutely cannot. It is one tool in our belt to get us moving in the right direction and to be a little bit of a gauge to make sure we are moving in the right direction. That's it, okay? There are a lot of other things. Now, the other tip I gave on Tuesday is that, you know, the main reason why the scale isn't the only tool to measure your progress is it doesn't take into effect certain things, okay? So let's talk about that. 
uh, for women, hormones, you know, we're having a period, we have a monthly period, we have hormones shift, we're going to have a little bit more water retention, doesn't take into effect that a few days ago, I had a bunch of salt and I ate out three days in a row and had pizza and Chinese and whatever else. Um, it doesn't take into effect medications that some of us may be on that re cause water retention. Um, it, there's just so many things. It, it doesn't take into effect whether I've pooped for the last three days or not. I know nobody likes to talk about that, but it weighs something. Poop weighs something. So if I haven't pooped and I'm only pooping every once a week or every two, twice a week, that is going to affect my scale because when we are constipated and we're struggling with something along that line, we're going to retain water, okay? So what I want you just really thinking about, guys, is the scale is not the end-all be-all. It's one piece of the puzzle. That is the truth, okay? The third tip that I posted this week was about you make the decision. You start changing what you're eating. You change what you drink. You started working out. You're, you're, you're drinking all kinds of water, you come in to see me or you step on the scale a week later and the scale is up or the scale did not go down. And what automatically comes to your mind? Your mind goes, what was the point? Why did I do that? Why did I focus and work so hard all for nothing? Okay. That again comes back to diet mentality. I worked so hard. I did all the right stuff and I did not get that reward that I feel like I deserve. But what the scale does not take into mind is now you're hydrating. You probably were dehydrated before. The body's initial response is, holy crap, she's giving me water. I'm going to hold on to that water because I need to hydrate my cells and I need to hydrate my organs and I need to hydrate and because I don't know when she's gonna give me water again. But what will happen is the more consistent you are, your body will process, take what it needs and get rid of the rest. Uh, you start working out. Well, guess what? You're inflamed. You're tearing up muscles. You're tearing them, literally. Little baby tears in those muscles. The body is gonna hold on to water for repair, okay? You're inflamed. When you're inflamed, your scale is gonna go up, okay? Um, you started eating the right thing, well, Maybe you're a little constipated because all of a sudden you're eating a bunch of fruits and vegetables and got to get your body clearing itself out. There's lots of things that you have to take into consideration when you're stepping on the scale. Maybe you built some muscle, you lost some fat, but you're retaining a little bit of water to repair, okay? So one of the things I honestly had to do was learn how to talk myself through that weigh-in. Okay, because I would weigh in once a week or I weigh in once a week. If you guys come in and see me, I'm asking you a lot of questions. I'm doing a revisit form with you every single week. There's a reason I'm asking those questions because I want to see what your week looked like because I want to know what we're up against when you step on that scale. Well, hey, I ate a little more sugar. I had a little more salt. We were on vacation. I had foods I wouldn't normally eat. Hey, I didn't exercise as much this week. My water was a little short. Those all play a huge key role in whether that scale is gonna move or not, okay? So I had to learn how to talk myself through. Hey, Ange, every month when you, you know, sorry, Michael, that you're on here, but every month when I, you're having your period, 
you know what? The truth of the matter is that my scale is going to go up because it's just normal. That's what my body does. So you have to be very aware of your body, how your body reacts to certain things so that you can really pinpoint why did my scale go up? Did it not move? You know, what was going on? Okay, that really is what I try to teach you guys. And I want you to be aware. Now, my brain automatically goes there now because I have trained my brain to think like that. I spend three, six, nine months with you guys a year trying to help you reframe the way you think about how that scale is supposed to look, okay? And it does shift and it does change, but also we have to look at, did you do what you were supposed to do this week? Most of us expect 100% result and doing it half, you know what? <laughs> so be aware of that, okay? Um, let's see, tip four, which would have came out today was, this is what I wrote. I said, when it comes to the scale, I beg you to not weigh yourself more than one time a day. Now, I want you to think about this. If you are putting all the water you drank and all the food you drank on an actual scale, right? Like I literally put it on a scale. How much is that gonna weigh? I don't know why people think that once they eat something, it doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> I, I never really thought about it until I started dealing with this mindset was that if I am putting water in my body, yes, you're gonna pee some of it out. Don't get me wrong, you're gonna sweat some of it out. You're not gonna get rid of all of it. When I eat, I am putting poundage in my body. But then I have people who will get up in the morning and they'll weigh. I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna be at your lightest in the morning. You are, you know, so get up in the morning, pee, weigh in your underwear, weigh in your underwear and bra, whatever, but do it the same way every day or every once a week. Once a week is really the goal. But if you're gonna do it once a day, then do it in the morning when you're the lightest because just know that by the time you come to me or you go weigh yourself for the fifth time after you now have went all day, drank all kinds of water, you have exercised and you've ate three meals and a snack. <laughs> exactly, exactly, Chris. I love it. I want you to think about, here's the thing. That scale is progressively going up throughout the day. There's a reason is because I just put food and drink and all those things in my body. And guess what? When you're eating, you don't eat and poop it out immediately. It's gonna sit there. Your body's gotta digest it and process it and it stays in there for a little while, unfortunately. But it moves out the other stuff that is already processed, right? So the thing, let me come back to you, Chris. You said, I had 52 ounces before I got on your scale today. Truth of the matter is though, if you do that every single week and you have a normal routine, I want you to eat before you come in. I want you to drink and do have a normal routine and just do it the same way every time because then the scale is gonna acclimate to that and you are gonna, you're still gonna show your losses, right? So that kind of comes back to a lot of times when it comes to the scale, people will say to me like, I haven't ate all day, I drank nothing all day because I knew I was gonna weigh in with you and I'm like, stop doing that. That is diet mentality. That is not helping you whatsoever. What we're trying to actually do is create a normal. 
This is what I normally do. This is how I normally eat. This is what I normally drink. I'm gonna drink my water throughout the day. I'm gonna have my meals. And knowing, hey, when I come in, this is, this is pretty normal that I've already had breakfast and lunch and I've had 40 ounces of water so far. But I always ask my people right before they step on the scale, do you need to hit the restroom? <laughs> or before we go into my office, I'm like, go to the bathroom because every ounce counts when you step on the scale. Get rid of everything you can before you get on, right? So that's just the thing, guys. Weight fluctuates from the time we get up in the morning until the time we go to bed at night. It's going to be different, okay? So it doesn't necessarily mean that you actually gain three pounds of fat. What it means is your body is processing whatever you've put into it, and it weighs something when you put it in, okay? Lastly, because you guys are watching this, this will be my tip tomorrow. So this again comes back to, I want you to think about how much liquid you drink on average. Excuse me, let's say for example, you drink 64 ounces of water plus maybe tea or coffee throughout the day. Truth is, like I said, we pee it out, we sweat it out, but not all of it. How much do you think that stuff weighs? Okay, um, just know, give yourself a little grace, guys. The scale is gonna shift, the scale is gonna change. Find a consistent time to weigh in. Do it, really, here's my recommendation if you wanna know the truth. I really think if you're gonna weigh in at home, you really should only weigh in twice a week. Twice a week, because it fluctuates so wildly. I mean, here's another one I didn't talk about is, you know, when it gets really hot out, you've been outside a lot, or you went camping over the weekend, or you're working outside, you automatically retain water because your body is trying to keep you from dehydrating. So the reality of it is, you know, it, it's just gonna change all the time. So twice a week is the best way to weigh. And so what I usually tell people, like I weigh in on Thursdays, Thursday morning. I don't know why I just kept that years later. It's been, my gosh, um, 15 years ago, maybe or more that I did that, that, that weight loss program in my church. But I just kept that. We weighed in on Thursday nights and I just kept that. That's where I weigh. I weigh on Thursdays. Well, I choose that because you know what? I, just like anybody else, this is the reality of it. All week long, I eat really clean. I, I'm really good with my workouts. I drink my water. Um, weekends are a little more splurgy, right? They're just a little more splurgy because uh, I eat out on Friday nights. So there's no way, and you know what, I'm weighing in on a Saturday morning, okay? Now, there's just a little things that happen. There's birthday parties and holidays, and you know, you go camping or you go do whatever over the weekend. I sure as crap ain't weighing in on a Sunday or Monday <laughs> because I now got all that extra on. Now, if I wanna weigh in twice a week, I will weigh in on a Monday so I can see if maybe I overdid it a little bit over the weekend. And that just reminds me not to beat myself up or how bad I did. What it reminds me of is exactly why, right back on point, doing what I gotta do. It's not there to beat me up. It's like a little indicator, a little, I don't even know what it is I wanna call it. Um, I think about like when you're trying to a leveler, right? Like you're trying to level out, you're gonna hammer in and you're gonna, I always make my husband do it, so I'm totally a girl, okay? 
but like you hammer in and you're gonna hang a picture, he's got a little level. It's like, that's all the scale is for us. It's a leveler. But what you guys make it is my lifeline of whether I failed or I succeeded. So I hope that really makes sense today. Like, I just want you to realize the scale is important, but you know, the scale weighs, most people's scales at home, now they're a little more advanced today, they weigh muscle, they will weigh, or body fat, they'll weigh the number on the scale and total body water, okay? They, a lot of them will do that, but they can fluctuate from day to day. Some people have a little more advanced. They come in and they'll bring their stuff in. They'll say, hey, well, I weighed in. Here's my numbers. How's my muscle mass versus I'm like, well, your muscle mass, according to this scale, dropped 1% in the last week. What did you do? Well, I didn't do anything different. Exactly. That's the point. You cannot, it can't live and die by the scale, people. That's exactly it. I want you to be thinking about other things. How does my, how do my clothes fitting? Do I feel less bloated? Is my stomach flatter? Do I, am I, do I have more energy? Do, am I sleeping better? Do I feel less puffy? Am I noticing my face is, is thinning out? Am I, do I have less edema? Am I, are my, are my, am I less swollen? All those kinds of things are so many things that are other indicators. That does not have to be just the scale. Now, let me say this. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying don't ever weigh in. I'm not saying don't uh, use that tool. What I'm saying to you is learn how to use the tool properly. Learn how to look at the tool properly. And, you know, this is one of the things I used to tell people too is, you know what? When you think about um, somebody who does construction, if all they had in their tool belt was a hammer, that's it. They had nothing else. They're surely not going to get the job done right. Okay? They're not going to get the job done right. Because you only do so much with a hammer. You're either going to take things out, you're going to rip it apart, or you're going to hammer it and you're going to break it, or you're going to hammer it in. You can't cut wires with that. You can't screw screws in. You can't do anything else with it besides what a hammer is made for. So, when you think about someone who does construction, they have a lot of tools, right? They have a wire cutter, they have a screwdriver, they have two different kinds of screwdriver, a flathead and a Phillips, they've got a hammer, they've got, you know, whatever else, fill in the blank, okay? They use different tools for different reasons. The scale is one tool in your belt to tell you and indicate where you're at and how you are doing. That's it. All right, so I hope that helps. Can you tell this is one of my soapboxes <laughs> that I like to preach on? So I appreciate you guys. I know we'll talk a little bit more again next week about the scale and just some of the reasons why it shifts. Um, <laughs> thank you, Chris. I appreciate you. So just know, guys, like um, we'll talk a little more in depth. And I love sharing my journey with it, too. And, and just knowing, like, these are the things that I've been through that I've had to overcome as well. So if you are that person who struggles with the number or struggles with stepping on the scale five times a day or struggles with this, I want you to know it's overcomable. That's the thing. You can totally overcome this and you can have a healthy relationship with the scale. Because once I changed my mindset, it's not all about just weight loss. 
but health and understanding my body and understanding, hi, Bobby, welcome, uh, understanding what that scale is supposed to do for me. I'm going to tell you what, um, you can, you can be very successful with it and you can use that tool correctly. All right, guys, that's what I have for you. It just actually went longer than I thought because I've always got so much to say. Um, but I think it was pretty good. So I enjoyed your feedback. Um, I enjoyed you guys watching. And for those of you who will be listening on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and I appreciate you as well. All right, guys, I hope you have a healthy, happy week. And we will see you next Thursday night. Talk to you later. Bye.